Let's get down to business. This is Yo Dats Rank, the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world. It has been a bracket of a week and we have been talking the best Disney songs of all time. You have been voting and tonight we reveal your results, your winners, and the colorful commentary from yours truly. Everybody wants to be a cat. The two most opposite songs you have sung for us so far. If there are two, Tonight. if there's a song that's been stuck in your and I's head this whole week, yeah. it has been Everybody Wants Everybody to Be a Cat. Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Not for a good reason. I will say that no. I usually make fun of you for your like Disney, the way you are with Disney. But if you looked yes. at my Spotify like search history and YouTube search history this week, I would be down in the dregs with you. You often Disney call me a Disney adult and yeah, I agree. Well, Disney adults are scary. I was going to say, right? do you have the spirit tea or not? Yeah. Have you done the virtual tour or not right a little bit weird but you know what in this season of march madness when we are talking songs i mean this is a unifying thing like basically all of us grew up on some form of disney and this music was playing in the car while our mom was taking us to early morning tennis practice or what have you and so it's like this is just an experience that all of us get to have opinions on and all of us get to vote on so we felt like it was the perfect march madness topic so last night on our patreon we did talk about the real and it's going to be hilarious how much more how much with how much more authority we speak on this bracket than last night i will say if you're not a part of our patreon community you should definitely do it just for last night's episode because we uh picked an ncaa bracket based off of nothing we just talked about their mascots their team colors and if their their school was you know a part of a catholic priest scandal harboring people like you had to I want to. Did you keep that bracket like somewhere so that we can oh, see I how have far it. we go? We're gonna I hope we win we're and bet grade and our gamble. Points. Yeah, yeah. I hope we do well. But today is all about Disney songs. So let's get into our Rankenstein of the week. Really, all of you guys who wrote in predictive brackets, especially those of you on Loose Leaf, love to see it. Or those of you who voted in our Instagram or Facebook polls, you all are honorary Rankensteins of the week. But the official Rankenstein of the week this week is... Christian fill in last name here. <laughs> and the reason we don't know Christian's last name is because Teresa DePace, Sweet Tea as you call her, is a big fan, big fan. And she is always ranking each and every week. And every week, Teresa has to write in for Christian his right. list his bracket, his whatever. Either he doesn't have social media or he's too really lazy to what is sign happening. into Facebook. We don't know what's happening. But Christian, he came in second place in our predictive bracket, bracket battle. Bracket. And Teresa probably wrote it for him. Like for all we know, <laughs> Teresa did. So maybe she's second place, but he is second place. No name, no last name Christian 
Well done, sir. You love to see it when someone like doesn't even have social media or doesn't like or has... doesn't just doesn't like us enough to follow <laughs> yeah. or write on social but media, but still has an opinion. We love, love, and a to winning, see it. an almost winning opinion at that. Yes, we love it. So I love brackets. Uh, we've said that for so long. That's why we do bracket battles every once in a while. Uh, but especially around this season, March Madness, I've filled out ironically an NCAA bracket since I was 17 and I hate basketball don't care at all but I would just watch the stats come in and be like who got who got points and get really excited about it so um I want to talk you through like how we decided this bracket here my original thing I went like super crazy one day and just like I was like let's do a a tournament of 64 let's do a full tournament and so I put I made like six different lists of songs I looked up different like other people had done brackets and we had 64 songs and then realized uh, that's going to take too long. We can't do it. However, <laughs> judging by the responses that we got, like we switched this time, we switched from poll tab to just do them all on social media. We right. thought we might get more engagement. We were right. And I honestly think people would have been there for the 64. We just wouldn't have time to talk through them all. So we decided to pare it down a little bit. Yeah. So there were some things we lost upon the way. There was obviously no villain songs represented. And I know people were a little upset about that. But don't worry. We have a special mini bracket happening in the middle of this episode specifically for villain songs. But we also had some other songs that just didn't quite make the cut. Really, you could put the whole Lion King soundtrack, the whole Beauty and the Beast soundtrack. Like those things could all be on here. But we only had space for 32 so Kaylin first before we jump into the bracket let's talk about those uh we're gonna call them replacement teams right yeah well replacement songs because in real life they're (laughs) called replacement team yeah this year um with COVID and everything I looked up right before we started recording because I don't know this fact in my brain there are teams that are I guess supposed to come and replace it if something has COVID it doesn't matter these are the songs that we are like these could be in here but they just didn't make the cut but some of them are better than some of the songs that did make the cut for sure if like everybody wants to be cat had to be pulled for ha- being racist which maybe we should have done um then this replacement song would have been there. yeah it's oh no we'll get to it when we talk okay. about it but i wasn't aware <laughs> no. about it i wasn't aware when i put on the bracket and then i was Ugh. educated so we'll get there okay but great, great something great. like that happened then these replacement songs would come yes in. okay so give me your first one so this one is, has a special place in my heart. I sang this song for every audition I ever did for anything. Also, it's just a great song from a great soundtrack. And this is, of course, I Won't Say I'm In Love from the mm. Hercules soundtrack. Mm. You love it. You love to see it. You love to see Meg in that purple, like, goddess robe singing it. I love this song. Susan Egan, the original voice of Megara, we're going to get into this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go okay. ahead, My Disney first boy. replacement song also comes from Hercules. Of course. We could only fit Go the Distance on there and bop of a song, but this is Bigger Bop, Zero to Hero. This song is full of energy. You could run on a treadmill to this song if you want to feel good about yourself. And Ariana Grande has a really good version of this song. (laughs) Where she plays all of the music, right? (laughs) Isn't she all of the music? She's everything. She she is. Uh Uh-huh. All right, my second song that I would want replaced, and I just went through this soundtrack again today and was like, all right, but which one do I want the most most? That would be Strangers Like Me from the Tarzan mm. soundtrack. I love this song. I don't know that I'm a big Phil Collins fan in real life, <laughs> except, honestly, for the Tarzan soundtrack, and Strangers Like Me is such a good song. So that you is my and everyone else our age, truly. Like You would think that Phil Collins was our generation by the way that people talk about him for Tarzan. Not oh, like, just for Tarzan. Not for right. open arms and those like, other like, songs. 
Oh, what's he the, doesn't I sing can that. feel it coming <laughs> in the Is that him or is that Sting? No. Oh. <laughs> very, very interchangeable, but it's him because, yeah, I know it's him. All right. My yeah. second replacement song is, I think, the best song from Aladdin, One Jump Ahead. Gotta keep wow. one jump ahead of the bread. So much energy. So fun. So many voices. Like, hundred big. Oh, wait. That's the different song. But I... <laughs> I need you to like, let's take a deep breath. You're like <laughs> overloading yourself with information. This is the song that I like to think is really Steve from Full House singing it. Because it's not that challenging like this vocally. Is Steve. I know that the other ones aren't. And we'll talk about that later. But this one for me is Steve. From, Absolutely. His perfectly yeah, coiffed sure. hair. He is singing that song. Yeah. It's not that hard. Okay. So my third one is just like when the boy bands would enter our universe for <laughs> Disney. I really appreciated that. And so the top two, of course, the only two probably are True to Your Heart, sung by 98 Degrees at yep. the credits yep. of Mulan. So good. Stevie Wonder also, I think. I think that's yes. a duet. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this is hilarious because my second one is Trash in the Camp with NSYNC. And in what world would 98 Degrees work with Stevie Wonder or NSYNC work with Phil Collins? But they were like, you know what? For Disney, we'll get in those good videos. Good old Walt himself They're having wanted so it. much fun in those videos. It's just such a good time. So I love those two as well. My last replacement song almost made it into the actual bracket. I had it written down, but I thought that out there from the Hunchback of Notre Dame was yes. more of an I want song in the I want division. So right. it replaced God help the outcasts, which Esmeralda sings. This song is overlooked. It is such a good song. And when they made the stage version then of Hunchback, yeah. they just put this song in there because it's basically a Broadway ballad and it is beautiful. I love, it. love it. So those are the religious, songs that are ready to so. come in. If something proves that it needs replaced, which I guess I will learn about as we go. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So why don't we go through, we'll go through half of our bracket, Kay, and then we'll take a quick pause to do our villains mini bracket, and then we'll talk through the rest of it. Yeah. So now for each song, Cody has this strange talent, or would we call it a talent? It's like a strange (laughs) something, curse, a strange curse, where he could see someone's Facebook name specifically from... Our freshman year at Messiah College that they transferred after the fall semester of our freshman year. And maybe he was Facebook friends with them just for that semester. And if they even had three names in their Facebook name, Cody has those all committed to memory in a way that I cannot understand. It's some curse of his that when he sees a name, he remembers it. So nervous. This works with singers. This works with people that we might know or not know in real life. So for each song, I am going to ask him if he knows off the top of his head who the original singer was. But there are some where like, I'll accept other answers as well. So it's not going to be too hard. And there are some that I do not expect you to know. And if you do know, I end this Zoom call right now. (laughs) And actually the episode's over because I'll be upset. I'll probably bat around 50% is what I'm okay. is what I'm going to say. We'll see. Got it. Great. All right. So the first matchup is Part of Your World from Little Mermaid versus Out There from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Guys, if you yeah. want to hear a version of Out There, I mean, oh my maybe you could go to the Quarantine Cabaret I hosted one calendar year ago and check out week one where I <laughs> channel Quasimodo. Yeah, if you're looking for the name of the singer, it's Cody Sherry. It's Cody Sherry. That's actually it. That was in your backwards cap, long sleeve tee phase of quarantine. Like you were rocking it. You were singing it. You really believed that at the time. Okay. Out There is such a good song sung by Tony J. No, Tony 
Tony J is the guy who plays um, Frollo. No, no. I'm pretty sure. Okay, and then there's a slash in my answer. There's so it's Tony J slash, slash, and who does like Thomas something? Tom. Oh, here we go. Tom Hulsey. H U L C E. I forget. So who's, you get those Which points. ones? Who? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know any of that, but of course you did. And part of your world, obviously, obviously. iconic. You Jody know Jody Benson. Is. Of course. J O D I Benson. We love her. Whoa. You know okay. it. Yes, of course. Part of Your World won this 85-15 percentage-wise. Yeah. And Part of Your World is an epic song. Honestly, that used to be my favorite Disney song of all time. When she's up on Little that Mermaid rock. is your favorite sp- thing. Yeah. Splashes behind her. Right. I mean, talk about an icon. And she keeps her hair looking the way it does, even though she's yeah, swimming underwater. Yeah, the bangs, underwater. even though she's completely drenched. But, like, it's, it's going well. That's a great one. I love that song. But... I did have some feels about Out There because you had just done it for Quarantine Cabaret. And it's such a pretty, it is much more musical theater-esque. So it is a very pretty song. But of and course, part of your world Since this nostalgia. is the last time we'll talk about Hunchback, it is an underrated film. It has adult themes. So like well, as a kid. Because it's scary. It's yeah. a scary film. So you were yes. haunted when you were little. But if you revisit it as an adult, maybe you won't be as hot. Maybe you'll be more haunted. I'm <laughs> Truly. not sure. But it is really scary. But it is good. And Esmeralda is an underrated character in the Disney verse. All right. Our next matchup was Let It Go versus Go the Distance. The Battle of the Goes. Now, oh, go, go, go. go. All right. Go. Well, first of all, Let It Go. Just who is it? Let It Go. Oh, my gosh. The wickedly talented <laughs> one and only Adele <laughs> Dazim. Yes. Okay. Now, Go the Distance. I'll accept two answers for this. Uh, it's Roger Bart and Michael <laughs> Bolton. Yes. Of course it is. Roger Bart. Now, why is that just knocking around in that skull? That's what I want to know. I'll tell you why. This song I use for lots of my male voice students. Right. I think I've said that before, but it is yes, like, you it's in such a good register for them. And honestly, when you hear those first chords, bling, da, da, bling, da, da, da. And, yes. and that guy like, I have often dreamed <gasps> Wow, oh. of a far off place. It's like, okay. whew, you get like emotional. And the picture you chose to go wow. on the thing, when he's looking out into that sunset, I mean- <gasps> Go the Distance did something here. Go the Distance did something. And I will talk about this one specifically more later. But I will say that I was really glad it was there. And at first I was nervous because I was like, are people just going to vote for Let It Go? Like our parents that have seen Frozen just going to. But no, Go the Distance did better for sure in this bracket and in general than I thought it would. And that's because it's an awesome song. I will say PSA. I almost put this in a replacement song. Everyone needs to know this. And I, I hope you do. But like. Any song that Kristen Bell sings in Frozen is better yes. than anything Adina Menzel does in Frozen. Yes. So like, yes. love is an open door. Is so much, all of it is better if Kristen Bell's singing it. And I need everyone to just understand that she's a better Let one. Let the storm rage. <laughs> That's from that one video she does in the like New Year's Eve. Wow, there's some rough things from Adina. We used to stand Adina with Rent yeah, and all that jazz, right. but she's her vocals have have suffered some recently. So, yes. yeah, Go the Distance won this pretty handily. Now, next up, this matchup was probably the hardest round oh, one matchup. There was sure. There was two that were difficult, but we actually kind of know what we're doing now with brackets. So we seeded oh, them. Uh, you do for sure. Right. So I, I seeded each of these divisions. And so this was probably a four versus five going head to head. And it's tough. So this was Colors of the Wind versus 
reflection. Honestly, these could wow. both be like sweet 16 top uh, elite They're eight so picks. so good. Now, real quick, before we get into it, who sings Colors of the Wind? Judy Kuhn, K-U-H-N. Uh-huh. She's a famous like Broadway <laughs> star also too. We're, okay, wasn't it her and what's her name? Jody Benson. Weren't they both in um, Enchanted? Remember, like, the oh. original girl voices were in, like, the scenes in the office. Okay. Like, like, I think so. I think I don't a think lot I of the original that. princesses were, like, had cameos. I'll tell you that. one thing. Is that's that what that movie is? The one thing that's Amy not Adams? rattling around in my brain is Enchanted. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, isn't that it? Yeah. Yep, no, I've seen that sure. one time. Reflection? I will accept two answers. Reflection <laughs> is Leia Salonga and of Christina course. Aguilera. <laughs> of course. Now, if you were watching Disney Channel at the time that we were, you're well-versed in the music video with Christina Aguilera. Yes. Just riffing around. Reflection, but Leah Salonga, our queen, who we've talked about plenty on this podcast in various episodes, is obviously the voice of Reflection as well. Now, this one was a bracket buster because I had I knew some people who had Reflection going to the final two, going mm-hmm. to the final four, and so it was really crucial to see what you picked here. But at the end of the day, Colors of the Wind took it fifty six forty four. It was and close. Guys, if you have not listened to Tori Kelly's version of Colors of the Wind, wow. she does something in the bridge that I literally go back and just listen to that 10 seconds every once in a while when I'm feeling like a lack of inspiration. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, oh, if, this ex- in life. If, if this exists in the world, then I'm okay. <gasps> yeah. There's also she's- that YouTube version that we really like by, <gasps> I think her name is Mara Marla Mendel. Marla Mendel. Marla yep. Mendel. So. That's what I look up when I need inspiration in life, because if that exists in the world, I'm okay to continue on. So look up Tori Kelly or Marla Mandel. You'll be very pleased either way. All right. And then our last matchup in the I want division, I want solos, was How Far I'll Go versus Almost There. How Far I'll Go from Moana, Almost There from Princess and, and the Frog. And you know both of the singers. I'm I can't sure. pronounce How Far no, I'll Go. Auli, yes. I know it's Auli Kravahalo, I think, something like okay. that. And then Almost There is Anika Noni Rose. She's Of, um, what's it called? Fame. What's that movie that we Oh, no. Jingle Jangle. <laughs> Jingle Jangle. Oh, fame. no. Of Jingle Jangle. I almost said Krampus. Of Jingle Jangle. <laughs> it haunted me the same way Krampus would have. <laughs> So these are two powerhouse songs too. However, Almost There has really, and Princess and the Frog in general has not gotten the credit it deserves. It came out at a strange time. It was the last like classically animated. They were like, let's just see what happens if we go back to this style. And people didn't really click with it, which is so upsetting. It it came out when we were in college and that's like the lost years for you and I. Right. Tangled this. We missed it. I didn't click with it originally, but I went back and watched it a couple times recently. It's so good. The music's so good. And Almost There is a straight up diva soul so I would have liked to see it get a little bit more. It lost 85% to 15%. That's because How Far I'll Go is a real wow. jam. We have Lynn showing his stuff again, that loser. But we're thankful <laughs> that he gave us this as well. Yeah, this song's really good. And Auli was like 16 years old when she recorded right. it. I mean, like, that's insane that she sounds... Just, she's perfect Disney princess voice, you yep, know? 100%. And she came in and sang at... I forget if she did the Oscars and the Grammys or just the, yes, she did one. It was, and she did amazing yes. where Adina Menzel did horrible. Guys, Adina's not built for this kind of stuff anymore. Like she used to be uh, 25 years ago. She could sing over the moon like nobody's <laughs> business. But right now we need to just pack her up and let her go to sleep. 
So we're moving into the next division, which was the sidekick songs. This one had a lot of like upbeat, fun stuff because that's usually what they give the sidekicks to do. Yeah. So our first matchup, ooh, the, not quite upbeat. One of these. Gosh, <laughs> this upbeat and fun is what you're talking about. This is. As, yeah, go ahead. Under Let's the hear sea. The most, oh, there's fun. Under the I'm sea from fun. the Little Mermaid versus. I'm having fun. Best of friends from the Fox no, I'm and the Hound. I'm in therapy. I'm in counseling forever i'm literally done so that's a fun sidekick song about friends dying so that's a yeah. really fun sidekick song under I the put sea this... what singers do we have do you know them oh my gosh i can't give you sebastian's name okay I can't. it's samuel e Wright. ah <gasps> e, uh, yes e Wright. w-r-i-g-h-t like i knew of course i Man. knew it was something you don't if you know best of friends this is the first one that i turn the podcast off oh absolutely not it is the okay. owl like i know it's the owl woman yeah, her so name it's... is pearl bailey <gasps> So I Pearl almost Bailey. could have gotten that. Isn't the <laughs> owl's name also Eight. Pearl? Mm. No, it's like Mama something. Okay, Mama gotcha. something or other. Um, so Best of Friends was on. Cody and I often talk about the Disney sing-along friend like me VHS that we both had that yes. we realized that we both had in the beginning of uh, recording these podcasts months ago. Best of Friends was on there and it was like tricking. We're having a good time. And then if you watch The Fox and the Hound, <laughs> it's the most... Yeah. Terrifyingly sad Disney yeah. movie. I wonder if, I mean, I'm sure there are sadder moments for sure throughout, but that's a really dark one. That's a dark one that doesn't have a lot of pull for you to go back in. It's not a lot. It's not like Coco where it's right. like, I'm going to cry, but it's worth it. Right. This is like, I'm going to cry and there's hunters. Like, I'm not interested in that at all. Because you the best <gasps> of friends. I love this song because we listened to it so much on the VHS. Yes, we did. But I had to vote for Under the Sea. I mean, of again, course. Little Mermaid bopping around. And Sebastian is the star of that the movie. Number one sidekick. If we're talking sidekicks, like who's better? And if we're talking, uh, I would assume you would accept this answer, actually, for Under the Sea, Titus Burgess. I was going to say, there is another answer that I would absolutely accept, and it is Titus Burgess, Titus Burgess, who probably sang it three octaves above Samuel E. Wright, yes, at his comfort level. So Under the Sea took this one really handily, 91 to 9%. Duh. Yeah. People don't want to cry. They want to party with Sebastian. <laughs> exactly. Our next matchup here was Friend Like Me from Aladdin versus yes. The Bear Necessities from The Jungle Book. Okay, friend like me, easy. You I mean, got it. Robin Williams, he sings Iconic. it, right? Okay, yeah, yep, I, I yep. figured. Now, for bare necessities, I will accept two answers. <gasps> the one answer is Cheryl Hopkins. Correct. That is typed on my word. <laughs> she won't listen to this, but yeah. But she one time asked Cody if she could sing this song for a quarantine cabaret or something from Jungle Book, and we said, "Is it bare necessities that yeah. she wants to sing?" Was she Baloo? She was so, Baloo. Yes. She does have that. Do you know the other one? I don't. Phil Harris is another singer. He's he's actually he is like a vocalist on a couple of these songs back in that era um, that had some stuff. But Cheryl Hopkins is the right answer, Obviously. and Robin Williams. Duh. And at first, I was like. Wait, did he sing it too? Like, that's right. him, But it's right? mostly it's just... voices. Yeah, it's mostly right. him doing different voices. So, vo yes, of course it's him. I wanted to do 100 bad guys with swords. Again, <laughs> that's from Prince Ali. I can... Guys, so let's just sing. Like, if you need to, do you <laughs> need to do the chorus? Let's just do Prince Ali. There we go. There we go. We aren't singing near enough yet in this episode. You, I'm very surprised by that. That's so, true. Friend Like Me was also obviously on the VHS called Friend Like Me. So this one yes. played at the beginning and the end of the VHS. I remember that. Oh, and it it's was such all over a it. cool spectacle. It's basically a music video. It's just more and more ah, things are ah. happening. 
I love Fred what Mike I don't Weed. want is I and this is gonna be a hot take for some people. I do not want Will Smith doing oh, CGI stuff in Is that a like hot me. take for Some who? people thought he did such a great job in the new Guys, movie. I why said, not just let him do no. what Robin Williams did and be the voice? He could have been great just as the voice. We didn't need what we saw. And Ooh. what I saw was I was scared. So this was a time I remember like friend like me, I mean, Aladdin in general, Robin Williams had clout for us, right? Like, we knew him as Mrs. Doubtfire. We knew him as... We loved him. We loved him. So I remember just being... And it's so crazy because he was... They allowed that animated character to be what Robin Williams would want to be. And so it is some of the most entertaining stuff to watch. So I'm glad Friend Like Me continued past Cheryl Hopkins' song. Bear Necessities. And Bear Necessities put up a good fight. Actually, for a while was holding on there, but it ended up losing 63 to 37%. That has to be because Tony Labra made 53 Instagrams and voted for that one a million times because Jungle Book is his favorite, and I don't know many else who like it that much. All right, next up was Be Our Guest from The Little Mermaid versus Zippity Doodah from Song of the South. Now, Song of the South is also a problematic Disney film. They have, like, done their best to kind of hide this film from being released. I honestly and... didn't even know it was, like, a film. I just right. knew the Zippity-Doo-Dah from the Friend Like Me um, sing-along. And the, I know the scene of this guy singing it, but when we were looking it up, I was like, Song of the South. I didn't know that it was even a film. And I did a little research because this the song, obviously, Zippity-Doo-Dah, nothing was wrong with that song because those aren't real words. But the movie itself... Well... Their, oh, their criticism something just came to my mind. Yeah, go ahead. Go the ahead. criticism of the movie is just like it's not explicitly wrong, but the portrayal of the man who's like telling all these stories, it's not defined whether or not he is a slave. And he's basically saying, okay. like, I'm happy with my life on this plantation. So like glorifying okay. like, no, we don't like his that. experience, even though it was supposed to be set post slavery, but they didn't share that in the movie anywhere. And so okay. it's better just to kind of like push it aside and not deal with Song of the South, but Zippity is a classic song. It's on um, Splash Mountain and Disney World yep. and, and Disneyland. And it's one that people know, even though guaranteed very few of us have ever watched that movie. Or voted for it in this exact matchup right here that we see, right? Exactly. So, be our guest versus this. Now, do you can you give me the voices? I'm sure not for Zippity Doodah. No. Oh his, no, I can't. Okay, I his almost name could. Is James Basket. I could have gotten James. I was about to say it. Yep. <laughs> okay. But give me be our guest. Lumiere. This is mm. if you have this, I, this was I didn't know this. I don't think I have it. And it's just him mostly, so I could do Mrs. Potts, I could do Yeah, Belle, Angela I could do Lansbury. Some, they yeah. say like they put her in the credits as Angela like Lansbury's in it, but I can't do Lumiere, I don't know. So it's Jerry Orbach from Law and Order and like Dirty Dancing as the dad no. is the actor that is Lumiere. Isn't that crazy? No, it's not. <laughs> I know. I was like what? When I saw that, and I was like, I know that name. And then I looked up like the 1991 cast what? of Beauty and the Beast, and there he is as Lumiere. Isn't that wait, crazy? Wait, wait, wait. Is he, is he the... No, you're saying he's the movie one. He wasn't the Broadway one. He's the movie one. The movie one. Oh, The my movie gosh. one. Because he <laughs> yeah. is a Broadway guy. He sings like, Lullaby of Broadway and some other stuff. But yep. Whoa, I never knew that. I never knew that. And it's like, so I think it's because Angela Lansbury was taking up so much real estate in my head for Beauty and the Beast, honestly. Like, yeah. that's who I like connect that voice with so much. And so I was like, and we didn't know, and we had no frame of reference when we were little. So yeah, isn't that crazy? Those are the vocalists. Crazy. Be our guest smashed this one 92% to 8%. And then our last matchup in the sidekick song category, what's this called? Division, um, (laughs) is 
When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio okay. versus Hi Ho from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Can you Did give you me have... the singers for either of these? I'll accept two for When You Wish. When You Wish. Two for When You yeah. Wish. Jiminy got Cricket. got no fight over it. Nope. Um, when You Wish Upon a Star. Come on. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Your grandmother, I will accept, <gasps> is one of oh them. Oh, my god! Because you said that she sang this to you, and that's why you like this my song. So I'm going to accept that. And we call Cliff her Edwards is Cliff the Edwards. original I've, singer. Yeah, I've seen that. Graham Cracker is what we called her. So Graham Cracker, Graham she, Cracker, she is wins. the original singer. She would sing yes. this when I would go down to Florida and visit her. She would sing this to me, like, to go to bed. And so I have such sweet memories of When You Wish Upon a Star. But also, it's just like the classic Disney song. Like the reason we put the picture that we did of the castle was mm-hmm. because it's in the beginning of all of the Disney movies when the thing's shooting over the castle. And that's more iconic than its role in Pinocchio, honestly, because Pinocchio is not a lot of people's faves. Ooh, so it's, yeah. it is a beautiful song. And I've been listening to this one all week, just like kind of reveling in that old style croony feel. Ooh, I love music you, like Cliff. that. So thanks. Yes. Cliff. And then hi ho was like, Do you know who sings that? <laughs> Uh, sleepy dopey doc it's called the dwarf chorus so (laughs) you are correct on the wiki fan page it says dwarf chorus and then some like occasional names did you know it's spelled snow white and the seven dwarfs with an fs and not v-e-s yeah it's like was it so old it came out in 1937 so it's like is it so old that literally back then they said dwarfs I don't know. I've always wondered that, but never looked it up. So Okay, so at least we just know that for tonight. So <laughs> this one, When You Wish, won by a lot, right? Not by a lot. It was 50, oh, not by a lot? No, 55-45. I got really nervous. Who's I was out there bopping to hi-ho? People, I, I guess, they love people it. People love it? They're, or they didn't have grandmoms, so it's like not yeah, that's their true. fault. To be completely transparent, when we first put this one up, I was like, ugh, who cares about this? And you were like, who cares? My grandma. And I was like, well, that's subjective. <laughs> got, like, that's nice for you. I, mine didn't, so uh, who cares? Yeah, that's what I said. I got but really heated. We got into a real fight over it, but when you wish, advance to the next round. So those are from the one half of our bracket, what took the first rounds. Let's take yes. a break here because we need to talk villain songs, Kaylin. Villain yeah. Disney villains are the best parts of the movies. Like Love them. I had a poster. Sidekicks and villains. Those oh, are the best parts. I had a poster growing up of just all the Disney villains in my I'm bedroom. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. When I came back from Disney World in ninth grade, I was like, I got the villains poster. I'm edgy. I'm different. Yep. <laughs> you might think that I want something with the princesses or princes, but I don't. I want the villains. So before we started this, we were talking through. We don't know. I don't know what's in the villains bracket, but I said that I have two that come straight to mind that I would be happy with winning. You said you have two. So we are hoping that they're the same two because we have to convince each other on each round which one goes yep. forward. So like a normal division, I see the one V the eight, six V the three, two V the seven, four the V the five. It won't really matter to you, but okay. it, that's how it goes for those of you uh, sportsers who are curious. Yeah. So the first matchup is, and I'm going to give you the best lyrics from each song. Okay. Oh, what I said are, are, are yes, the best. Yes, lyrics. yes. The first is Poor Unfortunate Souls uh-huh. versus The World's Greatest Criminal Mind from Great Mouse Detective. So, okay. Poor Unfortunate Souls, the best part is you'll have your looks, your pretty <laughs> face, <laughs> and don't underestimate the importance of body language. <laughs> okay, I learned this week that Ursula was designed after a drag queen. Did you know that? Yes, I did know that. I did, I did know that because of some research that we were going through when my school was going to do it last year for, and they're doing it this year. 
So for reasons that I won't get into right here on the podcast, I did know that. Yes, I did know that. That is a bop and a half. Let's just get your genuine that's general it. opinion. That's the I one. Mean, I mean, come I, on. that's the okay. That yes, that, that is song the winner is for so sure. Good. I love poor Ursula. You know, when you grow up, Ursula just, she has a different vibe than when you're a kid. When you're a kid, just scary. When you're grown up scary. and you watch Porn and Fortune Souls, you're like, identify. Oh, I'm I, like, I got it. I get you know it. What? I'm with you. She is you. annoying. Take her, do whatever you have to do. <laughs> She's stupid enough to go up there with voiceless, send her. Put her up there. Who cares? Best lyric from World's Greatest Criminal Mind is even meaner. You mean it. Worse than the widows and orphans you drowned. Oh, not drowned. drowned. Is this about the redheaded lady? Oh, no, that's... No, that's, that's rescuers. rescuers. Great Mouse, this is yeah, Radigan. I know, I got it, I got it's it. Not, it's not a bop, but it is a villain song, and Great Mouse Detective is underappreciated, but obviously yes. winning this Four one... Souls continues. Yes. Our no next question. matchup is the song Gaston from Beauty and the Beast Ooh. versus Cruella de Vil from 101 okay. Dalmatians. Now... Emma might change this for me. I'm not a Cruella or 101 person. That one didn't mm. stick with me because I didn't care for dogs, and which made me would have made me like Cruella. <laughs> yeah, you're related. We're going to relate to all them. the villains. But no, no. Gaston, I love. If you've ever been, this is what I was thinking about this week, actually, when we were doing this bracket. Beauty and the Beast is a great movie to watch. That's for sure true. You and I do musical theater, like have done that growing up. If you've been in a production or helped with a production of Beauty and the Beast, that is such a yep. fun show to do because you know it in your soul. And Gaston, like doing that, I love it. We do like all the mug choreography when I was in high school. I did it. It's so fun. So Gaston does for sure. And it's funny. It's a, I love that And one. if you're a 30-year-old who's the understudy for all the male roles of a local <laughs> high school production of Beauty and the Beast, you also have some sort of feelings towards it. You so, also practiced this for a few months and you're upset that you didn't get to sing it. So that's A lot true. of good lines from Gaston. My favorite line oh. is, now that I'm grown, I eat five dozen eggs. Dozen eggs. I wish I would so say I'm these with you. roughly the size the of a barge. The size of a barge. Of course that's the best line. The best part. Um, Cruella DeVille, I have to do a little, make a little case for it because okay. this is such an iconic song. Like people, I feel like sing this song, not in a Disney sense, but oh. like. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Not to mention it's one you learn on the keys when you're yeah. little and you <laughs> yes. want to like brag. Bum, bum, the piano. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> so best line from Cruella DeVille is this vampire bat, this inhuman Ooh. beast. She ought to be locked up and never released. Talking about her? Yep. Talking She's about her. She's a vampire Here's what bat. I will say. I mentioned it earlier, but like I am ready for live action Cruella because I think they're making it like scary. It like I think it's going to be like mental illness or like steampunk or something. Like, <laughs> steampunk I don't know vibes. What they're doing. But I am excited for it. I can't in good faith, though, put it ahead of Gaston, I don't think. I love Gaston. Okay, there would be some Disney classics, like people. Like people who are like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that would yeah, yeah. that would pick Cruella DeVille, but we're going to go Gaston because it's our okay. podcast. Yes. Okay, next matchup is Mother Knows Best from Tangled Ooh, versus Hellfire from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay. So... Uh, let me just tell you, in the Disney forum world, the people who who like do this all the time, the, the freak yes. Disney adults, Hellfire is like the underrated best song ever okay. and definitive best villain song. But I don't think that we have to pick that because of it, but it is a crazy song. Like this is just an adult. He is overcome with lust for Esmeralda. And so it's he, the scary man, right? Oh, like the guy. Yes. 
Ooh, he is okay. so scary. So there's something about it because of how human it is and how terrifying he is. There's like this huge fireplace going up. It is really terrifying. And the one line is, I feel her. I see her. The sun caught in her raven hair <gasps> is blazing in me out of all control. Okay. I hate that. <laughs> but if we're picking like things we hate, I guess that can go. No, we don't have to pick high. that. Just saying crazy. No, yeah. And then we have yeah. Mother's Knows Best sung by Donna Mother's- Murphy. Yeah, Broadway. Uh, I caught. Wait, what was it? What is it? Broadway. She's legend, the only Donna one Mar- I know, but she's one of like oh, three to do what? She has won like three Tony Awards or she's something. She's one of three. It's yeah. like Patti LuPone, Bernadette mm-hmm. Peters, and her, or yeah. something like that, which is insane. Sung by her. So I'm gonna say something that's gonna make people really upset, and that's okay. And I feel like we've like tiptoed around this in the past, but I'm just gonna say it. I don't know if it's because it when it came when it came out. I don't know what it is. I just watched Tangled two weekends ago when I babysat for the beautiful Zappa children. The songs do not stick up here. Like, mm. they just don't stick for me. I can't think of how this one goes. The tune, I can't think of it. I, they just don't. No. I love watching it while I'm watching it, but they don't stick in my brain. I don't know what it is. You are you have a point there because I, I the same is true when I was looking up lyrics for Mother's Knows Best. I was like, I like this Why so much. Why Mother's <laughs> Knows Best <laughs> I keep saying it. Mother's knows bestest. Okay. Yes, I, and I couldn't stick. get the melody in my head, but you know, right. there's a reprise. And in the reprise, she says, you think he likes you? Please, <gasps> Rapunzel. That's demented. So here's the thing. I do we know that even if vibe. it doesn't stick, I stand Mother Gothel. I yep. love her. She is just like doing a skincare routine, basically, with that hair. <laughs> She's just trying to stay young like we all are. So... If I'm personally going to pick between like an aging person clinging to youth that I vibe with and a sicko in a bell tower, <laughs> I'm going Gothel. But I'm going to defer to you on this no, one. No, we're going Mother like, Knows Best. Okay. Oh, Absolutely. Mother's Knows is Best. We yes. vibe with yes. the mothers. Yes. Okay. Uh, then our last matchup is Be Prepared from The Lion okay. King. Okay. I was waiting. Okay. Versus okay. Friends on the Other Side from, dang it. I was like, I've never heard those words. The one that I said was underrated with Anika Noni Rose. Almost there. What's the song? Oh, Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. frog. I was like, what are you talking about? I said like it's... Jingle Jangle? Jingle Jangle. Friends on the Other Side. Okay. Friends on the Other Side is really creepy. He's like reading tarot cards and like casting spells. But the thing, the lyric that's most important, there's like a really scary part of the end where all these like demons are like, oh, 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 oh. And he's saying transformation. Wait. He says, transformation central, reformation central. And then he says, transmogrification central. That's tough tough to get out. So I do give him points for getting that out. Transmogrification. Okay, that's tough to say. So points for that. And then we have Be Prepared from Lion King. Guys. Epic. I cannot tell you. First of all, PSA, like I said, I've done some other PSAs. If you like Lion King at all, skip the motion picture soundtrack. Go straight to the Broadway musical soundtrack. It is some of the best music ever. It takes the motion picture to the next level. However, Be Prepared specifically in that show is maybe top three songs for me in the show, like across all of them. I love Be Prepared. I'm going to listen to it as soon as we're done. So that one. There, that was one of my two to go yeah. all the way. So lyrically, lyrically, this song is actually so smart, so it's good, so, so clever. Good. So you should just go read the lyrics because I was like, this is so crazy. But my favorite is, I know that your powers of retention are as wet as a warthog's backside. Backside. Like, okay. you've got a simile in there. You've got personification. You've got like them just, uh, he's being also, so funny. 
Lucy Mary, which I'm sure we've said to each other before, but do you remember Paige Davis from Trading Spaces? Oh, yeah. Her husband is the original Scar <gasps> on the Broadway, original Broadway recording. That's her husband. Maybe, I mean, old husband. I don't know. That was a million years ago. We don't, we don't keep tabs on together. Paige. I don't keep as close of tabs on Paige Davis as I should, but that's her husband from the original Broadway recording. All right, so let's just jump to the finals because you and I did have the same top two, which it's is gotta be, Poor right? Unfortunate, Poor unfortunate Souls, souls and, and Be Prepared. Be prepared. And, <laughs> yes. you, you know, guys, did we ever, did anyone ever think at the end of a bracket to just let two things win? Can we just let them because tie? Because you and I are going to do it. It's tied. They <laughs> are tied because they're different energies, right? Like these are different yep. things what we're getting. But I love both of them so much. Those are two top villains in all of the world of Disney, only to be like kind of coming up there near is Hades from Hercules. Love yeah. Hades as well. But I love Scar, love Ursula, love their vibes for sure. So those are our top two villain songs. And we if they it. were if they were on the bracket, they would have made it pretty far, I think, as well. And they tied, I guess. So congrats. It would have been 50-50. All right. Let's go to the right side of our bracket, Kaylin, and talk through the rest of these songs. So the first matchup we have in the love songs division is A Whole Uh New World from Aladdin versus Bella Note from Lady and the Tramp. All right. Give me the singers for A Whole New World because I know you've got it. Okay. Here's the problem. Leah Salonga and Phil in the blank. I have never known Aladdin's name and never cared. Don't care. It's Brad Kane with a K. I Who could cares have about that? Never told you that. So Leia Salonga, you guys are thinking like, wait, didn't she sing something? Yes, she did, guys. Yes. She did. She's been multiple Disney princesses, guys. She's done it. She's been Eponine. There is no stopping her. She's Miss Saigon. She's everything that we like. So she's here in Whole New World for sure. Now Bella Nate Note. Note. What do we got for that? Translate singer. Translate to no, beautiful night. <laughs> Um, you have a singer Luciano Pavarotti, maybe? Because <laughs> it's Andrea like... Andrea Bocelli. <laughs> Andrea Bocelli. He's like, this, this is the is night, the night. beautiful night. His name's George G-I-V-O-T. Oh, so love it. So give it. Yeah. George, George give, it. give it. Give it. I got give it. it. Give it. I got it. Um, George is awesome in Bella Note. I actually really do George. like that song. It's beautiful. Job, it is. But, but it lost 94 guys, to 6%. Like, it was going up against a juggernaut. There was no way that it was going to beat that. Heck no. Then our next matchup was also, well, this is probably the second hardest one, I think, on the first round of the bracket. Yeah. You'll Be In My Heart from Tarzan Woo! versus I See The Light from Tangled. Now. All right. Give me some singers. Okay. You'll be in my heart as Phil Collins, obviously, but. I have something to say about. Okay. Glenn Close in the Cody, movie. When I saw. Well, only the first line. It's the same thing. Like, it's yeah. just like, don't stop. You're crying. It'll if, be all right. That's Glenn Close. When I read yep. the words Glenn Close, I love Tarzan. I love the soundtrack. I would have said I knew what there was to know. Boy, was I wrong. I said like, no, no, Google. I'm talking about Tarzan. <laughs> You're like, so isn't it? Not, is it Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> I'm not talking about Cruella. I'm not talking about Atticus. What was that thing she did where she played the boy? <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this. So it is Glenn Close and Phil Collins, and I see the light is obviously Zachary Levi and Mandy Moore. Yes, so we know that. Yes. Uh, this was really tough. I think I See it's the tough. Light is the best song in Tangled. It is a beautiful wedding. Like, oh, I said wedding song literally because I know so many people who either they got engaged it? to it, walked really? down the aisle to it, had it at their it. wedding, let a like flying lantern oh, out with it. Beautiful. It is. It looks beautiful. It's looks gorgeous. Beautiful. And it was, a, it was, Disney was due time, like do a yes. very good duet, like a romantic yes. duet. And I think this one is. And my old roommate TA used to listen to it in the shower all the time. So, okay, so I have fond memories. that. But you'll be in my heart. Rebecca Kuzma wrote in and she said, you know what? Phil Collins didn't have to go that hard, but he did. 
He didn't have to. You'll Be In My Heart is so pretty. Every song on the soundtrack, like we said, is so, so, so pretty. I'm actually surprised this one didn't go further yeah. overall. Um, but so obvi- it did win, but was it by a big margin or no? It was, I think, 63-37. So you know, okay. about three quarters. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was in the hardest division. The love song division was the hardest yes. one. So hard hard to win in that one. Um, but is there anything like what happens inside of you when you hear, when destiny no. calls you, well, you must be strong. There's one other thing that we'll talk about later that does do that. But True. that is like, oh, my God. I, was like, I don't know what my good? destiny is. But I, I better go get yet. it. Right. I need to get it. I've never felt so sad about a mom gorilla and a baby <laughs> human being. Like that just, woo, did I feel that vibe. Next up is Beauty and the Beast. Some people call it Tale as Old as Time. Some people, Some people who that, are yes. wrong. Versus are Once correct. Upon a Dream from Sleeping Beauty, which okay, is so a beautiful waltzing song. But just, It's enough of the old <laughs> stuff that you like. Okay. Beauty and the Beast. Give me some. Who would you? I I will accept two okay. answers. Well, the first one I'm gonna say is Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson. Correct, Mundo. <laughs> that is the correct answer. They are the ones that do it in the my brain. Yeah, in my brain. Yes. In the credits. I mean, they're going. Yes. There was the remake. Ariana Leg- Ariana Grande and John Legend tried to do it, and you'd Guys, think that would man. like hit it out of the no. park, and it no. just did no. not. And then obviously you have Angela Lansbury who sings it in the oh, film. Oh, what a dear heart. Yes, that's true. Beautiful. Now I will end this podcast if you can tell me either name of Once Upon a Dream. I really wish I could have. I can't. I'll accept something else too, which is, so Mary Costa or and Bill Oh, Shirley. Mary Costa. I Don't seriously care. could have gotten care. Mary Costa. Oh I my gosh. I am scared Dang of you. It. But I would also accept from the Maleficent movie, Lana Del Rey did oh, Once no. Upon a Dream, which I think and I would my, have a nightmare if I heard Once so, upon a nightmare. Once upon like. a literal nightmare. So I think this was a little bit like obviously people aren't going to pick Once Upon a Dream. How does it go? Do you have it in your head right now? I know <gasps> you. I walked with you once upon a dream. The scary okay, thing yes, is the it. prince comes in like and oh, sings right. over you top of her. And it's scary. He's like, but if I know you. Oh! Like he comes in through the woods. They've never met before. And he just starts singing. So, so you never really like, I never really, I never really like clicked in with that. It's one. like an hour and 11 minutes or something. Really? <laughs> it's like so short. I and don't, yeah, because she's asleep. I, so, like, what, what I do doing? like is that she has base. Her and Cinderella look basically the same, but she has her hair down. She's got the extension, and it's, we like that. Cinderella had, had some weird updo going that was kind of strange. We Ooh, like the we extensions. We don't like that, but we like it. Yes. Yeah. So Beauty and the Beast obviously yeah, won. It won one. ninety-two to eight. Yeah. Of Next course. up, last one in our love song division was "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" from Lion King versus Kay. "Baby Mine" from Dumbo, and "Baby Mine" lost. <laughs> By the biggest margin, 97 to 3 percent. When we were first putting it, I couldn't even believe you thought of this song because that wouldn't have been anywhere in my brain. But you were like, oh, baby, mine is so beautiful. And then, of course, your constant troll, the little um, thing on your shoulder that keeps you in check. BB came into our Instagram comments and said, "Like I hate Baby Mine." She said, "It's much too sad. It breaks my heart. I I try to forget that it even exists. (laughs) It is. It really is a beautiful song. And I don't know who sings it, but the album cover of wherever it is is Julie Andrews is on the front. I know that's not who sings it, but that's how I have the song. Someone named Betty Noise that sings Baby Mine. Do you have the Can You Feel the Love tonight? I will accept." 
two answers. Well, the one answer is Beyonce and Donald Glover. That's um, not, but I will accept that too. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Elton John? Elton is one of my answers. Okay. Like, anything with Lion King, I'm going to put his name on it and that's fine. Do you know the person? I actually don't. Crystal Edwards, but it's K-R-I-S-T-L-E. Nope. So, don't know yeah, her. Weird. I, I, I didn't even think about actually Can how that sounds. Yes. 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 But it's Elton. <gasps> This was very okay. We picked put the picture of we did not we pick this picture. Pick the picture you of Nala's picture. love face because you picked that picture. I will say a quote from Cindy Agoncillo. She wrote into us and said, "I'm pretty sure my friend had one of those moments." Quote unquote. <gasps> to can you feel the love tonight? If you know what I mean. I don't, Cindy. <laughs> and you know I'm... how we say like I had an important moment during yes, like when Jasmine true. was in the like hourglass yeah, 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 in yeah, Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I, she says, I have a friend who had an important moment. I didn't know as a kid, really, can, how how fill in the blank can you feel the love tonight was. Oh, I, oh right. I didn't 100%. pick up on, on all the ST, but um, it is. it's There's a lot of tension happening mm-hmm. there, but it's a good song. It is a great song. So good. All right. We're going to move into our last division, our miscellaneous. I was going to call it potpourri, but not everyone watches Jeopardy. So the miscellaneous category. First up was Circle of Life versus Everybody wants to be a cat. (laughs) Everybody wants to be a cat. The problem with it is in the original film, they have like a Siamese cat and Disney got in trouble for like Siamese cats elsewhere. um, That is doing like some Asian stereotyping. It's a short part of the song. And, but they have like removed it from any versions that you would watch now, I think, and soundtrack that they've released now. But obviously you can still see it on YouTube. Yeah. We hate that. We do not. We are, not here for that luckily aristocats is the worst so most of us have never seen that i have no recollection of that because i think i saw a i can tell you is that little white cat with the pink bow from that or is that from oliver and company no that's aristocats okay okay okay. so i don't care about that now circle of life can you give me singers for circle of life i can't do it i could almost do the um broadway soundtrack but there's so many apostrophes and double eyes that like i can't pronounce that person's name but that's the one that's in my brain more so i'll accept elton again just because i put him on everything this is carmen twilly and lebo m are the two singers (gasps) lebo m i actually maybe lebo m okay and then phil harris here he comes again for everybody wants to be a cat no thank you sir why does that song get stuck in our head so much because we hate it so we're making fun of it and we're saying like "Eh, the only cat (laughs) circle of life is an epic song it's an epic intro to any movie it's and it's even better on the broadway soundtrack all right the next matchup was a pixar matchup remember me from coco versus when she loved me from toy story 2 say it though too circle of life one in case you guys were wondering i think circle of life beat everybody wants to be a cat (laughs) just by little i think it was like 51 49 but it was it was this one was actually really close i mean remember me is beautiful and also not this version but the one version of remember me is by benjamin bratt he Benjamin Bratt. What? Yes, I know. But this is Gail Garcia Barnell. Yep. That's who this one is. G-A-E-L. Then, yep. Yes. And then, of course, When She Loved Me, you have. Sarah McLaughlin. Of course. Right? Yes. <laughs> I was like, yes. I doubted myself for a second. I was like, Dido? Dumb. Enya? Enya. Who can say? 
So both of these songs make me cry. I really did cry in Coco at the end when Mama Coco sings Remember Me. Oh, yes. That sent me spinning. But Remember Me is also very, very sad, too. So this was a sad matchup. It was a sad matchup. I think that parents all over the place, if Toy Story 1 didn't have kids, like, saying you're never allowed to throw out my toys or get rid of them, when she loved me in Toy Story 2, I remember throwing a fit when something was like gonna and I was too old to be doing that but I remember being like it could be under the bed crying that I forgot it so we're actually not going to put it out of the garage sale mom we're gonna leave it in here until I go to high school the good thing is Jessie got to be reconnected with her old pals so I guess it really did work out for her okay in the end but if you're gonna bring the uh the SPCA singer in the arms of the angel singer in to Toy Story to sing a song we're gonna be crying tell me real quick I think that that commercial has a clips for me like Sarah McLaughlin what's her other one what's her like song like we knew her as something before that commercial and it's like a hit and now I can't think of it I always I always mix her up with um the theme song to Dawson's Creek (laughs) even though that's not her um no what it does sound like it could be her so I mean Angel Angel that's the one on the commercial though so like oh, that is in the that is Angel. the one yeah. exactly. <gasps> so that is her main song. Does she only have that, and that song actually is beautiful. I love that song though, because before it's they, a dead the dogs dog with one was, eye. Yeah, I, I don't like that. Okay, which one won that one? Remember me, one fifty-seven to forty-three. That's close, yes. Next matchup was You've Got a Friend in Me from the original Toy Story versus Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride from Lilo and Stitch. So you got a friend of me. Who you got? Randy Newman. Duh, iconic. I, we could do an impression of his voice, yeah. like we say, after we've forgotten everything else. Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride, do too not hard. Have. Yeah. But it's also just the children's choir from Hawaii that does yeah, it with him. Right. So it's a guy that I cannot pronounce his name and a children's choir from Hawaii. I love Roller both of these songs. Ride. I love both of these songs. Yeah. Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride really deserves better, honestly. It Lilo really and Stitch does. isn't yes. like the most popular film. And it's kind it's of. So I it is really so good and this song is so fun. I love it, but You've Got a Friend in Me is emotional. It's beautiful. Anything that talks of true friendship is just Guys. Oh, I love it. And I Randy Newman came to define Toy Story. Like that was just the yeah. sound that you heard with that with those movies. And I maybe have said this on the podcast before, but I sang this to Matt Deans, my best friend from college, that like when I came home from um oh <laughs> One of my best friend from college. Okay, that's nice. Nice to meet my you. My male friend, best, best friend. friend. I feel like you can have one of each, right? Like a male and a female. Mm-hmm. So he was my guy. Matt Deans, I'm sure listening right now. Don't listening worry. Every week, probably loser posse from high school will be on your side because they think Matt Deans is made a up. figment. A yeah. figment. Well, when I came I home we'll see. from Uganda, I went into the student union with my guitar and sang that song to him him because I, I missed him so that much out. Mm-hmm. and it was very funny I went over to the table I sang I was singing the whole song I get over to the table where he is everyone else in the union is looking at me of course which we loved we, we loved, loved we and he had his headphones in <laughs> So he did not hear the song after four months of not seeing him and me like pouring my heart out to him. That was, but that was a performance. I mean, like it's chalk it up to performance sake. So that was good for you. We got it. And then our last matchup in the miscellaneous category was I'll make a man out of you from Mulan versus you can fly, you can fly, you can fly from Peter Pan. Do we have some singers first with you can fly? Do you You have that one? You can fly Peter Pan. (laughs) 
It's called the Judd Conlon Chorus, so I'm sure you had that one right ready. But obviously, I'll make a man you do know. Donnie Osmond. Of course. He's of Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat fame. I love Donnie Osmond is a big name in the Lauber household. Tony Lauber wanted to be Donnie Osmond. So we are Donnie And he was on, I hate that I know this, but Masked Singer season one. I'm pretty sure he won, but it was so funny because people knew him right away because we've listened to I'll Make a Man Out of You too many times. So like he started singing and everyone was just like, that's Donnie Osmond. Donnie Osmond. (laughs) So I will say that I'll Make a Man Out of You and you've seen, this has been like put onto the Instagram stories. This is Lauren Labra's favorite song, maybe of all time. This has been on her marathon playlist. This is what crossed her over the finish line half marathon and things and it's it's honestly her and I and a lot of our friends were just obsessed with this now I will be honest and say I wasn't sure if that was a widely held right belief and when I was looking up some general brackets I don't know if you did any of this like when we were looking up like Disney song stuff that were posted I'll make a man was on all the lists of like the best Disney songs ever it didn't win in any of the ones that I looked up ironically a whole new world is the one that a lot of people have as number one and so I thought once we started going through our bracket I'll make a man will get high but it won't get all the way to the end I thought something like a whole new world would take over and the listeners were pretty much with you we got like 35 to 40 prediction brackets in yeah and the number one predicted song that was gonna win was circle of life the most amount of people wrote that Yes. And then A Whole New World. And then I'll Make a Man Out of You. Yeah. So when we saw I'll, I'll Make a Man of You just like slaying the competition, like when it beat Circle of Life pretty handily, I was then like, we knew. okay, well, this is going to take it the whole way because there's nothing that's going to put up the competition like Circle of Life was going to. So I've been listening to this song a decent amount over the past few days to be like, is it as good as I remember? And when you said, is there anything that makes you feel the way that the other song makes me feel? Yes, there is. And that's when this aqua- this happens. All the music cuts out and it's just be a man. And it's you the whole choir. The we have an acapella section. We have a key change. Dime, ba, 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 ba. Yes. Goes up. Like we have, I mean, this song is so good. The scene in the movie is so good. Like this is the best song and it deservedly went very far. Absolutely. I was like really rooting for the song. The one thing that is problematic for me is uh, I told you this story because I was like listen let me explain why I'm voting for some other things over it right when I was in high school theater and this you know I liked theater I like musical theater but not always I wasn't best friends with all the people and my senior year like most of my friends got cut and it was really sad and so I was just with like I'm so sorry he's bullying you they literally got cut because we had a new music (laughs) teacher and she's like oh we do cuts now and so very sad and um they would hype up hype us up for every show by singing the song and when i mean they i mean like the kids in my grade who were Your like enemies, very I guess. theater <laughs> yes, like yes. very theater so and i was like it wasn't we like the soundtrack it. doing it. it it was like people doing it yeah yeah okay no we don't like that i never had that experience had i had that experience i would be mad i have it so i can only think of this as the inspirational amazing song that it is and i'm super glad that it did beat You Can Fly. And so it did beat You Can Fly. Then it beat Circle of Life. Then it beat A Whole New World to make it to the end. So our final four was How Far I'll Go from the uh-huh. I Want solos, which honestly, even though it's newer, that I think is the best I Want song. Part of Your World mm. would be close for me, but that is a beautiful song. Uh, be Our Guest made it to the final for the best yeah, sidekick which- song. 
under the sea. I stand more than that, guys. And that was 50-50 a lot. That was the one that was like the closest matchup for sure. Under the sea just makes me happier to listen to. Then we had A Whole New World, which won for the love song division, which, you know, isn't super surprising. Which, it's not surprising. I will say, like, did I have a ceramic piggy bank that was those two on a carpet that I would treat (laughs) like a stuffed animal when I was like four and like take to bed with me? And it had sharp carpet, like, ends that my mom would be like you can't anymore like you're gonna poke your eye out in the bed so I did love a whole new world but it just didn't stand up to I'll make a man and then I'll make a man won the miscellaneous division so we had I'll make a man out of you and how far I'll go in our finals and really uh there would still be like an hour left in voting but it really doesn't matter because I'll make a man out of you is winning 70 percent to how far I'll goes 30%. 30%. So it crushed the competition. That is your Deservedly winner, so. ladies Deservedly and gentlemen. So. so there you have it. A very fun process of voting for these. Uh, maybe we'll do our bracket battles this way in the future because we did get, we had like 150 yeah. votes or something on every day. Every it was time. really so awesome. I think, I think this is, it's easier and we can remind people a little bit better. There's no like link to go to. So I do think this was an easier way to do them. We Don't you just love clicking a little thing I on an Instagram poll? I love clicking a little thing. I had to walk my parents through it today. They were like, how do we find it? I could not explain how they find it on Facebook, to be fair. Like I was like, Honestly. I don't know. But I think you guys can do it on Instagram. My dad tried to send me a Zoom link to explain to them on Zoom how to vote <laughs> on Instagram stories. And I said, I won't. Here, let me just text this out. And they figured it out. So I think that it's for everybody to vote that way. So now for our results of the prediction brackets and the winner of our new merch. So in third place with 120 points each, tied for third place is Brendan Warren and Mike Barker. Obviously, all these people who have won, they had I'll Make a Man Out of You as the winner. Yes. In second place, we already mentioned him, Christian, fill in last name here. Christian someone that hopefully writes on Facebook soon. Teresa DeBase fame. Yes. Um, He had 124 points and then blowing everyone out of the water because he got a perfect final two of how far I'll go and I'll make a man is Jack Sherry with 136 You did not cut the books even though he is related to you. No nepotism, No favoritism. Yes, no. He's just, I mean, he's an animator, right? He's that one. So like he gets it. How far I'll go is crazy to have him put that in the final two. He deserves that because that is like, I did not think it was going to go that far at all. So congrats, Jack. So to end our episode, let's just go through our robbed goddesses and you can't sit with us of this bracket. Go for it, Kaylin. What's your robbed goddess? Okay, so I have a little bit of a tie, Robbed Goddess. I Go the Distance is one of my favorite Disney songs forever. So when I was a senior, I think I've said this before, we were allowed to pick like a song that we wanted and everyone had to sing it for a week whenever <gasps> you were a senior in chorus. In chorus? Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. you could go to the files and like pick any song and yes. people would pick a lot of like different, you know, there were a lot of like, I want to dance with somebody, things like that. I picked Go the Distance. I love Go the Distance and us forcing everybody to sing it in chorus and four-part harmony was great. But like we just mentioned, Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride is such a fun, cool song too. And Lilo and Stitch in general is a robbed goddess because I love that movie. It's really funny and not a lot of people know about it. What are yours? Mine, even though I stumbled over the name and had a brain fart, <laughs> is just going to be the Princess and the Frog soundtrack. Yes. Um, almost there. And then everything else. There's Dig a Little Deeper. I do like the villain song. Like there's Mabel Evangeline is a love song that like the frog sings to the moon or no, not the frog, the like gnat or something guys i don't know this movie clearly okay so we have to rewatch that's our homework we're gonna rewatch it is a really good movie and it would be if it had come out in between little mermaid and beauty and the beast would be an instant classic because
because it yes. is of the same vein and same style. And so I think that got a little bit robbed. Brave just ruined things for everybody, guys. Brave. Like Brave Ugh, just really it left a bad taste, honest to goodness. All right. What is your You Can't Sit With Us? So it's not in this bracket. So we were doing like You Can't Sit With Us in general. And when we first did this bracket, the first words I said to you was like, ugh, we can't put something in like a dream is a wish your heart makes. <laughs> so I hate... I just I, I'm not into it. Once you've seen the Brandy Cinderella, like, why do you need the original Cinderella anymore? You just don't. You just don't. You don't need that music. You don't need anything from that. You don't need that bun with the headband. You don't need anything <laughs> about that. So that's my you can't sit with us. Bye. What is yours? I'm actually going to match your energy here. I've been fighting this whole week for the old timey songs. Oh, come on. But I'm matching your energy and I am going I'm wishing. Oh, <laughs> that hurt me. Oh, her bob. Yes. Snow White in general. Oh, you can't no. sit with me. I get that you it was really like can't. the style of the time and it's a revolutionary movie. Her voice is I really guess. hard to listen to. And Nancy and I, the whole time we were in Disney World together, just kept looking at each other and being like, I'm wishing. <laughs> just like randomly. It it's all. so funny. So that song specifically and Snow White's voice can't sit with no, me. No, they cannot. Now, Kaylin, we have a really exciting episode coming up next week because it's April Fool's Day when the episode is going to be coming out, April 1st, okay? So this gives us a chance to do something really wild, something like maybe that you think is a joke, but guys... Oh, it's not a joke. (laughs) It's not a joke. We are... It was a it was a suggested topic to us, Yep. and we went with the suggestion, and sometimes we take suggestions, guys, and look how far... You'll go if you give us suggestions Exactly. Sometimes. We're bringing our second guest ever onto the main channel in the and form boy, of Kitty Marie Robinson. Dean Lees. Robinson the third, <laughs> Lee's the proper, all of the above. She is coming on to talk with us and to rank your top 10 fictional dogs. <laughs> so guys, what you're thinking like what do you mean? We're saying like Clifford. We're saying Airbud. Snoopy. We're saying Wishbone. We're saying Snoopy. All those pups that you either really wanted in your house or some and something about it just like stuck with you. That's what we're ranking. That's what we're ranking. It was Kitty's idea and Kitty will be joining us and so you got to you got to make your voice be heard. I'm sure you have extremely dogs. strong opinions on these fictional dogs. Thanks for joining us today. As always, the only way to make the list your version of correct is to vote and to rank. So stay involved. Uh, Follow us on Facebook or Instagram and join our Patreon. We'll talk to you later. Bye.